Welcome back, you guys. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad to have you here. Happy freaking Monday, because that's when you should be hopefully listening to this luscious podcast. Um, today, man, I've got some things to say. Like, I've just got some things. Also, right now, I'm currently in my house in Denver wearing a parka because I was just walking my dog and Carly girl, ooh, ooh, um, and... <laughs> It started snowing. Like, granted, I am from California, a little back history here for you guys, but to me, it was snow. Like, there was white stuff on my dog falling from the sky. To me, that equals snow. Like, I'm sure there's a more technical term for it. Like, I don't know, something, but it was snowing in my mind. So, yeah, it's cold, and I am still just not sure how I feel about that. Um, just to circle back here, for those of you that are new here, um, we're all new here. I'm new here. <laughs> um, so I moved to Denver from San Diego almost a year ago, and I came out here because I wanted to try something new. I was just so ready to just experience something different. I have been living in Southern California, born and raised my whole entire life. I am a true Cali girl. And there was a part of me that was so attached to that identity, just truly held on to that identity, like for my life. You know, I lived in my hometown um, for years. And then when I moved to San Diego to go to college, I haven't moved since then. So I have literally been there for 16 years. Um, don't do the math. You don't need to know how old I am. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but I kind of hung my hat on that. I kind of hung my hat on the fact that I am that's my life. Like I want to be one of those people that's like born and raised here, lived here my whole life, blah, 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 whatever kind of story that I had told myself. And I started realizing that it's okay to write a new narrative. It is okay to have a different story that you want to be told about your life. Like maybe I don't want my life story to be your girl never left. She only went on vacations and she lived here her whole life. Now, California is not a bad place to be living. It's a little crazy and psychotically expensive at the moment. But what else is new for California? Like, y'all feel me. I'm sure you guys are all nodding your heads. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yet we all still live there. Like, what the hell is actually wrong with us? Like, yo, joke's on you, girl. You're the one living there. So I wanted to come out here. I wanted to try something different. And maybe at a later date, I will share in a podcast the significance for me behind coming to Colorado and coming to Denver and finding that place as my fresh start, but not today. Today, that's not what we're talking about. Today, we're just giving you an update that it's completely okay to rewrite your narrative and flip the script. In fact, I kind of am bouncing around here, so stay with me, but I think the world needs more quitters. Like, Quitters are the new winners. I'm really about that. I'm really, really about that. Quitting is the new way to become a winner and live your best life. Now, let me let me rewind, preface it, hashtag, you know, disclaimer here. What I mean by that is I wish that more people were willing to take the risk and to quit or end something that wasn't fully fulfilling them rather than, again, feeling like they have to absolutely be so committed to this thing that they can't try something else. And here's a thought for you. We are so encouraged 
throughout our whole entire life to try new things and to pivot. And yet at some point, there becomes like the threshold where it's like, oh, well, you can't not do that. You can't quit on that. You can't switch or change your mind on that. And I guess for me, I'm like, but says who? Like, says who? You're not walking in my shoes. You're not waking up in my life. You're not having to do the things that I'm having to do, just as I'm not having to do the things that you're having to do. So why is it that, you know, we are encouraged to go to college and if we don't like that major, that's okay. Pick a new major, try a new option or get a job. And if you don't like that job, try a new job, pick a new job. You don't like those friends, that's okay. Pick a new group of friends or you don't like where you live, it's okay. You can pack up and move. You can always go somewhere else. And yet the one thing that I find so interesting, and I've talked to several friends about this lately, the one thing that is extremely discouraged, frowned upon to quit or to change is a relationship, especially a marriage. Like, why is that? Why is it that everything else in our life, we are so encouraged to try something different, try this food, try this vacation place, get out of your comfort zone. And yet when it comes to a relationship or a marriage, it is so incredibly frowned upon to change your mind, to say, you know what? This isn't working for me anymore. This isn't serving me anymore. You know, there's people that have committed to being doctors and lawyers and really hard professions that require tons of schooling and tons of financial commitments. And they might wake up one day and be like, you know what? I don't want to be a doctor anymore. I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. I want to be a firefighter or I want to be an elementary school teacher. And people are like, okay, might be a little crazy. Definitely going to be a pay cut, but go ahead. You only get one life. Live your life. And so then when it comes to relationships, though, everybody is up in arms. Everybody, you know, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe they're getting divorced. I can't believe they broke up. I can't believe X, Y, and Z. Like, but why? Why can we not believe that? Why can't you just say, hey, this is no longer serving me. And again, I'm not just saying that everyone should be walking away from their marriages, throwing the deuces up and packing your spouse's shit and putting it on the lawn. Like, I'm not doing that. Don't be, I'm not encouraging that. So don't be going around saying that I'm doing that because I'm not. What I'm saying is if you're in a situation, whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship or a marriage or a friendship or a geographical place, and it's not serving you, why are you staying Why are you not exploring other options? Why are you not saying, hey, this state isn't working for me anymore. It used to, but now it's not. Or this relationship, this marriage isn't working for me. And maybe that's just a conversation that you have with your partner. Maybe you're quitting or ending the way that relationship used to be, and you guys are able to create and build something new. Or maybe you say, hey, you know what? You're right. We have grown apart. We have become two different people and that's okay. I want you to live your best life and I want me to live my best life. And I don't think that us together in this whatever is going to lead to us living our best lives. I just, I find it so interesting that 
again, it's just such a frowned upon thing in society. Like, oh no, like I can't believe it. But why not? Why can we not just change and pivot? Again, I don't think I need to keep saying this, but I'm not trying to tell y'all to be out there having knee-jerk reactions and just filing for divorce left and right or breaking up with your spouse or your partner. But think about it. If it's not serving you, why are you staying in it? And if it's not serving you, then start having a conversation about it. Start exploring something different. Start saying, okay, maybe this story, maybe this narrative that I've said to myself for years isn't really what's actually making me happy. Take a step back and reevaluate it. Yes, maybe you love living in California, but maybe the astronomical housing price is making you so stressed out that you can't even afford a vacation every year. And you're like, you know what? That's okay. We're going to move somewhere else because living somewhere where we can have two or three vacations a year means so much more to me than living in California. And again, I just, I cannot encourage it enough. So off my soapbox, over here, back to my podcast box, (laughs) is the reason that I came out here to Denver is because of that exact reason that I had hung my hat on that story that, oh, okay, like I've got to be that person that's, I can tell somebody I've lived here for 55 years. Like, okay, but that no longer was the story that I wanted to tell. It's, it's not what I wanted to talk about anymore. It's not the path that I wanted to go down. So I said, you know what, Ashley, go for it. Take a freaking leap. Quit that story and write a new one. So I did. Just about this time last year, I made arrangements financially and whatnot to be able to come out here and to work. Um, I ended my lease and <laughs> I packed up all the things that I had in a pod And remember, this is a place that I had lived in for 15 years. So your girl had some things like, oh, I had some things, things that I'm like, why am I carrying this around? Like, why do you like when you move, you find the craziest stuff. And this was the first time that I had moved, not just to like another place right down the street. It was like, I have to decide, am I going to spend hundreds of dollars to send this shit literally across the country? (laughs) Because I don't have that much room. And if it's not that important, it's not making the move. So that was a good purging experience for sure. I packed it all up in a pod and I came, I left the pod in San Diego actually. And I came out here for a month in uh, June and I said, okay, I'm going to see what this is like. And I fell in love. I fell in love with it out here. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. There's something in San Diego and Southern California called June gloom, which was really happening when I left. And so when I got here to Denver, it was like 85, 90 degrees. It was dry. There's mountains everywhere. Everything is green. Everything. Like I feel like it was the first time I had ever seen a green tree all summer. Everything is green. So beautiful. And you can go and hike in the mountains and they have these rolling streams and it's fresh water that's coming off of glaciers that have melted. And you're like, is this Nirvana? Where, where am I right now? Because this is magical. So needless to say, my one month plan turned into quickly getting Airbnb numero dos. And I got myself a second Airbnb in a different part of town where I continued to just fall madly in love with this great town, this great city of Denver. And 
I had to make a decision. I had to start deciding, like, am I coming back to California after this or am I going to stick it out? And I am a little bit of an action taker when stuff like that happens. I can tend to make um, maybe not abrupt decisions, but I like to know where my next plan is. So I'm not the one to just like see where the wind blows me. Like I want to know. So I made the arrangements, called the shipping company, had my pod shipped out here, got myself into an apartment. I looked at one apartment, (laughs) one place here in Denver, and that's it. And for the price that I got it for, it was the same price I was paying in California. It was 300 square feet bigger. It had underground parking, new kitchen, all brand new stuff, a pool, a gym, like all these things for the same price as I was paying in San Diego. Oh, yeah. So as soon as I saw it, I'm like, cool, that sounds great. Sign me up. Like, where do I sign? Give me the lease. Done. Your girl was convinced this is the way of the future. So I come back out here and I move all my things and I get set up and oof, let me tell you. Yeah, it was a little rough. The fall, I mean, is beautiful. The leaves are changing and you feel like you're in a fucking Pinterest post and like every Instagram girl's out there tossing leaves in the air like, oh, it's fall. And you're like, yeah, this is real life. Like, holy shit, this is real life. Um, And then it starts to set in that you don't live by your people anymore. (laughs) You don't live down the street from your friends. You can't just call and say, hey, let's grab a coffee. You... I had moved to Denver to a state, not only that's landlocked by by ocean, but to a state that I did not know anybody. I didn't have friends here. I didn't have coworkers here. I didn't have a job here that I was going to go to every day and meet people. No, 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 no. I rolled up to Denver straight up like, oh, hey, I'm here. And no one, no one clapped. They were like, cool. We didn't notice. In fact, Take your California license plates off because we don't want you here. That's a joke, actually. People here are extremely nice. Um, So yeah, so I'm like, what the heck did I just get myself into? And keep in mind, I work for myself. I have an online fitness and nutrition coaching business. Um, If you're not following me already on Instagram, you should be. Ashley Randall Fitness, check it out. Um, But yeah, I moved here, did not know a soul nobody. Okay. Okay. So what am I supposed to do? Literally, what am I supposed to do? I'm not going to a job where I'm meeting new coworkers every day. I'm not going, I don't have a spouse or a boyfriend or someone out here that is going to a job where they're taking me to go do things. No, no, no. Your girl's here with Carly and that's about it. And when the weather starts to change and it starts to get darker earlier and it starts to get colder always, It's quite the change from San Diego, because for any of you that are living in San Diego or Southern California, you know that sometimes the second half of the year is like the best weather. We've got the most amazing sunsets. The beaches are not crowded. We can have an 80 degree Christmas. Like it's great. It's great. And here I am winding up in Denver where I'm like, I don't know anybody. It's starting to get dark. I can't like go and hike as much as I used to. It's cold. And what? So that was a little bit of a transition. And I (laughs) spent quite a few trips popping back and forth to San Diego. In fact, I feel like for the first six months that I was here, I was in San Diego at least once a month trying to, I don't know, hold on to something. 
which I don't advise. It made the transition out here so much harder because I kept going back home to my comfort zone and I didn't stay in the discomfort. I didn't just make it work. I would plan a weekend there or, you know, several days there. And so then when I was here, I kind of was always waiting for the next adventure out there. And that was really difficult for me. It made it really hard to put down roots here. So that is something that I would encourage you. If you are moving, if you're trying a new job, if you are trying anything new, you have to submerge yourself in that place. Talk to your coworkers, talk to your neighbors, get out there and be adventurous because if not, it's gonna make any type of transition so much harder. Again, let's say you are deciding to end a relationship. You can't just stay home. You've gotta get out there, call on some girlfriends, get involved in a club or a group and go do something. But staying home will make the transition ever so difficult. I can speak firsthand to that. So we make it through, we're here to January, the snow's falling, the cold is happening. <laughs> there was some days I woke up and it was single digits. I have never been in single digit weather on vacation anytime, let alone living in it, functioning in it, walking my dog in it. No, 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 no. I'm like, I don't know what this means. It took me quite a long time just to figure out how to even dress myself. I am of the type that wears a crop top pretty much every day in San Diego. Let me tell you what doesn't work here. Crop tops. No, because even if you wear a parka, your belly is still cold under there. So I learned some things pretty quick. You know, I learned the necessities. You got to have gloves. Yeah, I know it's weird, but you got to have them. You got to have a beanie. Makes a really big difference. Really big difference. 12 degrees is not the kind of weather you want to just pop out for a stroll in. Like you got to go in a suit of armor. It's like Alexander's Snow Day. That's a book that you may have written as a written bleh, read as a child. It's like this kid that has to wear this crazy ass snowsuit and because it's so cold and then he has to pee. That's how I feel. I'm like socks on, shoes on, boots on, pants on, maybe two pairs of pants on, five jackets on, hoodie on, beanie on, gloves on, face mask on. Just kidding, no face mask. But sometimes I thought about it. And then out into the world you go. I will say the weather here in Denver, I know I just complained, has been so cool for me to experience. As someone who has lived in Southern California her whole life, it's been so cool to see the leaves change, to see all the trees, you know, go bare, to see the grass kind of die away. And now that it's spring, like it's just coming back. I'm like, whoa, the grass is green. How is that happening? Like, you don't have green grass in California, unless you're the Kardashians. It is super cool. So I'm really, really enjoying that. Spring is here, the buds are popping up, everything's green. I actually was telling a friend the other day that I feel like living in Denver, especially right now during springtime, is like being on a perpetual mushroom trip. Like I feel like I am on a trip every time I step outside. Like I am appreciating nature as if it's the first time I've ever seen it. Like, oh my gosh, look at those bright green buds that are coming off the tree and look at those pink little blossoms and everything. Oh my gosh. And did you see? Oh, look at those little tulips. There is tulips pushing through the ground and daffodils. It's amazing. It is blowing my mind. I literally feel like I am on, I'm on drugs. I'm like, I must be on psychedelics right now because never has nature looked so good. And it's every day. 
every day, I'm like, oh, that grass is greener than it was yesterday. That tree is greener than it was yesterday. Those flowers are more purple. <laughs> it's crazy. It really is cool. And, you know, in California, we have weeds, dandelions that just pop up through, uh, through the cracks. Nope, not out here in Denver. They have just gorgeous things like tulips, daffodils. Just, just pushing through, just a random, you'll just see a random tulip in a crack. I know no one came along and planted that because those things are, come from bulbs. So had to have been in the ground from last year, went dormant, now it's here. It is so freaking awesome. It is so freaking awesome. I have thoroughly enjoyed and loved every minute of the weather, the seasons, everything out here that is changing. So Again, that is just a little backstory as to why I'm here, why I came out here, and what the future holds for me. You know, at this moment in time, I'm not sure. My lease is up here at the end of June, early July, and there is definitely some people that I miss desperately in San Diego. Desperately, I miss them. Um, I want to have, you know, memories and adventures and all the things, so... Being far away, you know, makes that more difficult. It's actually made me appreciate my friendships more. Maybe some friendships or people that I took for granted, I have actually realized that they mean everything to me. And although it's amazing out here and they can come to visit, it's not the same. And so being in that amazing place isn't as amazing without all of my amazing people. And maybe that's the lesson, you know, maybe that is the lesson in quitting something or ending something and trying something new. Maybe you find that you love it, but you didn't love it as much as what you had. Maybe you realize that you love what you have here and you want to create a new life. So my signing off thought to you is don't be afraid. Do not be afraid to quit. Do not be afraid to rewrite that narrative, to rewrite the story that you've told yourself, maybe that your family has told yourself or told you, rewrite it. And it's okay because at the end of the day, you are the only one that has to live with your choices. Yes, they might affect others, of course, but you are the only one at the end of the day that has to lay your head down or start your day with the choices that you made the day before. And if those choices are not allowing you to live your absolute best life, then I would suggest you to pivot and change or try something different. See if there's something else out there that fills your soul and makes you happier than you thought you could be. Something that a good friend and a client of mine has said to me many times, and I'll kind of leave you with this, is we're all here on this earth just having a human experience through this body. So we're here on earth experiencing this as a human. You could be on this earth experiencing life as a dog, life as a cat, but you're here on this earth and we're all here just having a human experience. So enjoy that human experience because who knows, <laughs> this might be your last one. That's a little woo-woo for some of you, but this might be your last human experience. Maybe when you come back, your soul comes back as something very different. So live and learn and try all the things that you want to try because there is nothing worse 
than avoiding failure because it seems too scary. Failing, quitting, pivoting, trying something new, taking a fucking risk is the only way you're either going to find something that you truly love or you're going to realize that what you had is exactly what you love and you need. But if you don't take that chance, if you don't take that risk, if you don't quit that job or pivot into that relationship or move to a new state and try something completely different, you'll never know. And the only thing, the only thing that is worse than not trying is living with regret. Living with the regret of, I wish I had. I wish I still had more time. I wish I could now. I'm too old. I'm too this. I mean, shit. (laughs) So many of my girlfriends, when I told them that I was going to do this, were like, if you don't do this for you, do it for me. Because I'm the only single one out of my friends that either isn't married or doesn't have kids. Everybody else in my life has one or both of those. Kids and or a husband. So they were like, Ashley, if you don't do this for you, do it for me. Do it because I can't just rip my kids out of school and move to a new place. Do it because my husband has a job here and I have a job here and we can't just run away for two months in the middle of summer and decide if we want to make a lifestyle change. So I have made choices in my life to lead me up to this point. So why on God's green frick frackin' earth would I not take that advantage? I work for myself. I am fully self-employed. I can pick my shit up and go anywhere, anytime I want to and still be with my clients. So why would I paint myself into a box that required me to stay in one place? Because my lifestyle doesn't. And I would encourage you to think the same. Think, is what you're doing making you happy? Can you do something different? Can you take a risk? Maybe it is just for a month. Maybe you talk to your work and see if you can work remote. Or you talk to your spouse and you say, hey, you know what? This thing is really calling me. Can I take two weeks to go do this? Can you help me out? I've got a good friend, shout out Jeff, who is holding down the fort for his wife right now while she goes to med school. Okay. And she's getting her doctorate. I believe he is at home, single dad doing it up so that she can live that dream and she can make that happen for her and for them, for their future. But if she had never brought that up to him, if they had never had that conversation, she may have just thought, well, I can't, but you can. You always, always can. And of course, just like me getting through the winter here, there's going to be some shitty, lonely, sad days. But there's also going to be some days that you open the door and you're like, it's spring. I made it. I am on the other side of the hard time. And you will be in that place too. And that is all that I would wish for you. Getting through those tough, challenging times is what makes us appreciate the beauty so much more. So strap on those beautiful glasses, go outside and enjoy those green new buds and those plants that are popping up and the flowers everywhere and enjoy spring. Because remember that you can make it through that rough winter and there's always going to be something beautiful on the other side. There always will be a lesson. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you on the next one. Okay. Bye guys.